Hi, and welcome to Telepathic TV. This is television that you watch with your third eye. I'm R. Neville Johnston. And I'm Mary Phelan, and our program is about raising our consciousness. And tonight we're going to continue the dialogue on transforming and transmuting energy. So this is part two. And, but, but, but before we get to that, we will talk well, about the Well, one thing mind. you can do to totally transmutate your entire life, mutate. energy, mm -hmm. transmute, yeah, mm -hmm. um, is by following the Mayan calendar. And we've been um, talking to everyone about the Mayan calendar at the beginning of every show. Uh, and it's a very important thing to do to get yourself to transform your life would be to transform the time you live in. The Mayan calendar is a smooth magic. It's not like anything else. Mm -hmm. And uh, today, if today is your birthday... Well, that would be your progress, not your Mayan sign. Unless um, you were 1 or 52. Yeah. yeah. Is 2 Eb, and Eb is the tribe of the humanitarian. And 2 is a tone of managing. So managing the humanitarian is a good idea. Mm-hmm. And that is a lot about what we're doing <coughs> mm -hmm. this evening, at least offering tools of management. Yeah, well, last week, to just to give a, a mm -hmm. uh, pardon me, uh, but a little recap on what we were talking about last week is the idea that energy in a room, our environment, carries a certain energy. It's almost as if we are, um, we imprint, let's say, the environment, our experience and things that go along in, uh, that are happening in the room and then other things that have gone on in there in the past and in the future also leave, leave an energy. And so we discussed a number of ways of how to transmute that and we realized we weren't even a third of the way done at best. We were a third of the way done. So we decided to do a continuation this week on ways you can transmute, transform the energy not only in a room but in, within yourself. So. Why don't I start off just talking about crystals. We had introduced the idea of crystals. Now, I know we've got one camera person here tonight, so Rick, we're going to keep you very busy. But this particular crystal I brought because it is a wonderful one for transmuting or transforming energy in your home. <clears throat> it is a generator-tipped crystal. And what that means, all crystals, number one, have a, a, are six-sided. That means if you turn them over on the bottom, you can see that there are six sides. Often, depending on what kind of crystal, it'll, one side might be very small and another side might be very big, but that they'll always be six. And I find it easy to see this feature when you look on the bottom because you're not confused by the faces and the sides. You can just look at the bottom and see that it has six sides. With a generator crystal, the triangles at the top, the sides, are very equal. Maybe not exactly, but they're pretty close to equal. And it makes it good for radiating a field or launching an intention, and it really amps it up by times 10 or more. So this is a good crystal to transmute the energies of a room. And you can program it to have a certain uh, mission, let's say, whether that is peace or harmony or love or compassion or many things, even six different commands, since it has six sides. Mm -hmm. And it radiates that field in your room for you. And since this is a, a universe operates on the law of entrainment, the strongest vibration will entrain the other vibrations to it. And so this is a perfect thing to entrain everyone's vibration to that. Yeah. 
Well, we have uh, mm -hmm. lots of methods by which we can transmute the energy in a particular room. Ah, and then we'll you. begin the idea of um, <coughs> transmuting the, uh, you being the yeah, facilitator, the transforming of the energy. Yeah, and this is something that you don't have to be present. Once you put the command in there, it will continue radiating that field. And um, a lot of times people say, well, can you put negative, quote unquote, commands in a crystal and have them launched? Well, actually, the crystal vibrates at 32,000 hertz. And things that we would call negative intentions really are low vibrational things. That's the nature of it. And so it's not going to conduct lower than its own vibration. So just a little point I thought I'd add and in there. For so many million shows in a row, we've talked about, could we please? outgrow good and evil, please, could we, you know, just mm -hmm. get over that? Mm -hmm. Because it never worked. You walk around with this template of good and evil, and it just takes up time. And I would have been explaining what this is this whole time, but I had to stop to talk about you don't have to. getting over good and evil. You don't have to. We all choose everything. So this is the, um, how many people are familiar with this, possibly? Okay. Was that one we showed last week, or is this a different one? I just showed it. I want to just show you how <coughs> it works to set it up. So say you have one of these little grid tables, or a grid pad, or the idea of what the word grid means and what you're going to, to do with it. Okay. And this is the flower of life, the six-sided geometry um, that bees are very fond of, but it's also the basis of the atomic structure in our particular universe. So that, um, there we go. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> and there is the truth that everything is designed out of this particular design. It is true. And if you pop it three-dimensionally, you'll have the Merkaba, which is uh, something we teach, the idea of uh, the meditation, the Merkaba medi meditation. The Ascension Merkaba is coming up. It's coming up. Yeah, that's on. true. Yeah. So if you're interested in this, I'll show you a lot more to it. But let me just show you the idea of, I can get that visible yeah, to the camera without gravity. You know what, I think I'm just going to put it in and then I'll... Oh, you had it pretty good there. Uh, all right. So the thing is about things sliding. Now, this pyramid is a um, very powerful object, and you could clear a room clearly with just this pyramid. We've, we've talked a lot of different ways to clear a room. But I'm going to build an amplifier for the particular pyramid. And I don't know how to do this because I have to have this closer to level. Okay, so I well have some polished stones that are very economical uh, to afford. And I'm putting one at each of the six points on this device. Yeah, simple enough, yes, okay. And then we have these hematite, not to be confused with shematite, which is... I was going to say hermitite. Yes. That's, that's where you go to be by yourself. <laughs> or... Hermitite stuff. Or hematite, yes. <coughs> okay, and I'm putting those in the other spaces, so I've delineated 12 positions in this particular grid with two harmonious stones. The hematite will ground, and the red jasper will create a, a passion and so that's a very good idea. Now, possibly at home you can feel this because it's not what it was when it was just the copper design on the 
flower of life. It's now, well, for one, three-dimensional, or much more three-dimensional. And now you can feel, I believe you can feel, <coughs> and I just wanted you to, there we go. That landed just right. Okay, and the field that goes out from this. Now, I did not put any intent in this other than to get you to feel this. That was my only command into it. Mm -hmm. So, presuming this is somehow palpable to you, then we've done a good job. Now, we could have put in a lot, a lot, a lot of other commands into this. Now, Those as are really beautiful. Yeah, I like the way this one looks. Now, this will just continue to give off uh, a command for your increased sensitivity. Okay. And thank you. Mm -hmm. And that's doing a very good job of it, I believe. And that, that this is what we're talking about. So if you had that in your house, this could clear definitely I, the house, I, your I, property, your neighbors. Well, I, I would like to um, maybe clarify the word clear ah. because there's never a void in empty space, so it really is what you place on it. Typically, what people mean when they say clear, that's to bring it back to a point of neutral, uh, a place of peace, because mm -hmm. peace really is a neutral, where there's nothing warring with itself. But you could plug in love or peace or anything. Lots well, of different things. Another thing, since I have this in my hand, we have a mm -hmm. lot of different techniques. Uh, we could absolutely do probably a week-long thing on, on different vibrational tools and different ways to transmute your field because that's pretty much what we're about, what we teach, what we talk about on the show for years and years and years now. Well, this is um, an essential oil blend that I, I've made. Neville and I make blends, and Neville's come up with some really wonderful ones, too, over the you years and, yeah. and things like that. This one has lang lang, lavender, orange, a little pine, and a few other things. And that, um, the oils in it really create this feel that awaken you with the orange of the citrus, but they're also very calming, which is the lang lang and the lavender. Mm -hmm. Lang lang is good for lowering your blood pressure as well. And there's a whole art, there's a whole huge amount of information that you can study about oils. Neville and I have been playing with them for years and years. But this is another way to transmute the energy vibration because scent, oil, the crystals, thought, vibration, it's all vibration. It's all a vibrational transmutation. And everything, like I was saying earlier, operates on the law of entrainment. If you take two heart cells uh, from two different people and they're beat, 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 beating, beating, and you get them closer and closer and closer to each other, they start beating in rhythm. That's why women that live together, their cycles get synchronized together. We are, we entrain to things. And so you're gonna entrain to the cars on the beltway and people in their road rage beeping their horn or the people that are stressed out at work. When you have all of these tools, now you know I don't have to entrain to that. I can hold my frequency and I can use these tools to assist me. But oils are a wonderful way to entrain your field. They are vibration in liquid form or in oil form. And when you put them on your skin, it really absorbs into you. And it's a way to get nutrients and vitamins through your skin. I remember people saying, oh, what, essential oils don't work. You're just putting them on your skin. Well, how would estrogen patches or nicotine patches work if we didn't absorb things through our skin? 
which is kind of silly because we know we do. I would have used them both at once. Yeah, yeah. I had a friend one time that woke up and his wife's estrogen patch was stuck to him. I told my dentist that and we started laughing so hard and he goes, well, well he probably uh, was singing, I'm so pretty, while he was in the shower. And it then I came up the with the idea yes. to come up with veggie patches for kids. You could make them in superhero shapes and they've got all their vitamins from their vegetables and you could put it on their skin for the kids that won't eat vegetables. It's mm -hmm. not a bad idea. At any and rate, of course oils, the meat patch. oils, <laughs> no, 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 that's okay, that kind of, <laughs> um, The oils up your vibration on a physical, tangible level, also on a spiritual, more subtle level, and and in the room itself, just the scent and the vibration mm -hmm. being put out into the room lifts the whole vibration. Well, lavender alone will change over 100 brain chemistries. Mm -hmm. They've proven it. Yeah. There's that much of a change. And frankincense is one of the few things that will actually go through the blood-brain barrier. Mm -hmm. um, so that's a good one to use if somebody is in a coma or something like that. It's, it's a calming thing. The, there are hundreds and hundreds of different oils and we, we have an, a number of them, and then we mix them ourselves. So another avenue to explore, to transmute your energy, and transform. Yeah. And when you, um, you'll come back in the room later, and the scent will still be there, mm -hmm. and people will be quite taken by that. Okay. So let me do the infinity okay. sign, since I'll these two you. are related. Okay. And um, the infinity sign is something that I built a long time ago, and of course did this with it. Hi, I'm infinity man. Ooh. And it's a device that's actually a little exercise gym, but not for your body so much as for spirit, so much as for thought process. So as we've said, uh, copper loves to move electrons. So um, tag to a group of the electrons in there and with your mind, move them around the infinity sign and follow that with your eyes. Okay, that's one of the many things you can do with this particular device. And I did this many times, and about four years later, I found myself doing that in a dream. Only in doing it in the dream, it wasn't just the group of uh, particular electrons that I was exciting. It was movement in star systems. It was also in, in a thousand, thousand layers. It was also people, people around me, me as part of it. So it's an exciting little thing. It vibrates I, its own rate. If, if it's all right with you, sure. um, I would like to share a little something. Uh, Neville used to have these on his wall at eye level along a whole wall. Yeah. And we would do Sufi spinning where we would just stare at those along the wall as we spun. That was probably some of the most profound experiences that, mm -hmm. that I've had. And that, talk about re rejuvenating and um, transforming, transmuting your field. It really does take you into a completely other space. And another thing you can do with the infinity sign in a meditation is visualize the energy going in an infinity sign around your brains, the left and the right hemisphere, where they meet in the middle. Just a, uh, if you visualize that right now, energy form doing this, good way to unite the hemispheres. This mm -hmm. is great for your psychic development too. And then at the same time as you're going between the hemispheres with that infinity sign, imagine an infinity sign going from your higher self back down around your head and up 
if you can see the motion that I'm doing. Mm -hmm. So you're visualizing it doing it this way and this way up above you. And it's really uh, a, an incredible meditation that meets right around your, your pineal gland inside your, your brain. It's Through the heart one. as well, mm -hmm. yeah. And not to mention doing that with your heart too, yeah. Hello? Oh, <laughs> it's for me. What's your phone number? <laughs> Eight. <laughs> Aliens, yeah. Get it? It's infinity sign, so uh -huh. she an eight. Okay, There's so that's more. the infinity mm -hmm. sign. I would like to show off another one of your copper devices that I think are stupendous. And I don't know what you call it, but... It's never been named. It is spirals connected, almost like a scroll would be rolled mm -hmm. up or something. Um, so if you're listening to this on audio, you may wish to check out this particular episode online at telepathictv.com. Anyway, this is a really wonderful thing to meditate with. Maybe I'll put it in my hands so you can see it a little easier. I'm not sure. Um, so Neville, did you have anything more you wanted to say about this? This well, is another really interesting one to trace. Just yeah, the tracing of it and the fact that it doesn't um, connect um, physically, but it does connect. Mm -hmm. And it does connect, but not in this dimension. Yeah. And it does connect by your attention mm -hmm. to the fact that it does connect. Mm -hmm. And we have a call. And, oh, and we have our caller. Mm -hmm. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? Were you done? Uh, yeah, Hi. Well, I can. Hi. Hi, Mary and Neville. This is Cheryl. Hey, Hi, Cheryl. Cheryl. What can we do for you? Well, I'm happy to watch you guys again this week. Thank you oh, for good. continuing the subject on the program. Ah, well, thanks for yeah. your suggestion. It's a great theme. Yes. I have, uh, I guess, a two-part question. Okay. I, I had something, uh, odd is not the right word. I, I realize that. Is even the right word? I can't word? think of a better one. Um, I had an odd thing happen to me today that I've never had happen before. Okay. And I believe it has to do with transmuting energy through stones. But I've, I've never actually had it happen that when I've played with a stone, I could actually noticeably tell that the stone's shape and texture and everything has changed. Oh, yeah. And I had an incredibly intense day today, and I was basically killing my cell phone with my energy, so I grabbed my amethyst stone, and in the span of about seven hours, the whole shape and outside of my stone has basically changed, and I've never mm -hmm. been that noticeable with any of my other stones. So I just kind of wanted to ask, how does that work, and well, is it just because I'm more sensitive with amethyst, or is it just because I was so intense today? <laughs> well, I think it's probably a combination of a lot of that. One theory about how the original crystal skulls were made is that there is a vibration struck and you can get a vibration that would, for everything that exists, that would be the counter of it, that would make it turn into liquid almost and it can be formed. Now the thing about amethyst, which is really the same as quartz crystal, but I think it's magnesium running through it that makes it purple, that quartz really is a living, breathing, uh, maybe on a different level than we breathe, but a living being. And it vibrates at such a fast rate that when we combine it with a high vibration of ourselves, I have felt crystal where it almost felt like all I had to do was squeeze it and it would bend. 
And I think anybody out there that has had experience with crystal, you'll, you'll understand what I'm talking about, where it just feels like you could bend it. It's like putty or something. So I really feel that this is a truth about how the crystal skulls were made. Um, and it, even if that's not the truth of how they were formed, I, I feel that it is a truth that it could oh, work. I think it's and that crystals, yeah. if you get them to a certain vibration, they are malleable. And it would be your resonance as well as the, the quartz quality of the amethyst. So I just want to add uh, information to that, which is the um, spirit guide that I work with, who's a Hathor. Uh, Hathors are from Egypt, or as close as we're going to get to them on this planet. They uh, speak of themselves as uh, beings that live between dimensions rather than in dimension. And they are uh, part of. Uh, the Egyptian pantheon of gods and goddesses, namely the female god Hathor. Okay. And um, they vibrated things. Uh, and they would, to get us to understand what they meant, they said that they would sing. And they would sing things in and out of existence. And that was their great gift to we, the human race, although most of us are not particularly in a position to receive such a gift. And the idea of the human vocal cords being capable of emitting a frequency that would cause a glass to shatter, well, yes, of course we've seen that. That doesn't seem to be such an odd thought to us. But what about emitting a sound that causes um, glass, let's say, to, as you were saying, liquefy? but not getting hot liquid, just to liquefy. And then another tone to solidify it. So odds are what you've been talking about is having actually done that without use of the vocal cords. But of course, we could do that without use of the vocal cords uh, by our frequency. Absolutely. And I would say our hearing range is so minute compared to the frequency band that we do operate within mm -hmm. or, or around, let's yeah, say. Yeah. That Probably the tones that really do the most creation aren't even ver or verbal or auditory mm -hmm. with our ears. And so. uh, they describe it. This is ironic to me. They describe a disease in which you can see sounds as color. And it's described as a disease. That is so out of the question from my point of view. And I would definitely take that on, you know, to be able to see sounds as color and color as sounds and well, it, it what color is what sound is purple certainly you could yeah yeah, yeah. so amethyst has a particular sound mm -hmm. or let us vibration mm -hmm. and our caller has apparently struck yeah. the ability to create that emanation and to then transform great yeah well excellent. thank you Cheryl that was mm -hmm. very nice yeah. thank it's a great you guys it was definitely great. different yeah. yeah great now can thank you, you do it again I would like to address that yeah. because this is something that I see all the time in the psychic development series that I teach. Mm -hmm. People will have these stunning, amazing experiences and almost always, I'm going to say almost, pe then when they go to have that experience again, they are looking, oh, I did it this once, uh-oh, and then they start putting all this pressure on themselves yeah, and they believe. constrict their field. Yes. So don't even worry about ever doing something again. 
and just say, ah, oh, the miracle happened, and just acknowledging that and not putting any pressure to have it again. But I know you weren't meaning it like that, but it was an opportunity to state what I just said. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, what so would you like to show next? It is entirely possible to do. Well, we showed uh, the Chalku, the uh, device. Oh, do you uh, have the big one with you? Yeah, I do. I have the big one. And I was going to first suggest that uh, we have the one that worn over the heart to transmute energy. And I think we had explained last week how these things work. And here is a pair of them. And you can see that they're pairs. They are balanced and they fit really nicely into the palms in such a way that you can hold them like this. Stigmata, I heard you. Okay. All right. Now, <laughs> um, okay. Now, I used to sit and uh, study with uh, these in my hands, and they're very handy that way. Do you notice handy. the pun? Yes, good. Okay. We got it. All right. So, and uh, then you can uh, cause it to emit your own. You can use this like an amplifier, like the uh, original um, Spider Man sort of thing. But you can uh, use these to amplify energy out. And we, uh, on a regular basis, guide people through the techniques of Sekim, which is another thing we could do three shows on. But the idea of uh, being able to amplify the emitting of vibration to cause effect in your environment. In other words, rather than the banging the pot and pan to get whatever that is to go away, you could just sit there and vibrate or attract. Acting. Wonderful thing. Well, Wonderful it's thing. really a, a way to magnify and launch an intention. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, speaking of that, and this is not a pot or a pan, but it's <laughs> something else I wish to talk about. So, very shortly, I'll, I'll do a demonstration so the camera people can get yeah. a little bit of a heads up. <clears throat> but a wonderful way to transmute and transform your, your energetic environment is through the use of sound in the form of a drum. Mm -hmm. Last week we talked about saging and uh, a, a particular form of saging. I didn't really go into the actual sage part, but you can take sage and go along the perimeter of the wall, just like I recommended with the rose incense on our last show. Mm -hmm. You can also just have it uh, in a room. You can sage people as well. And I cannot do that demonstration here because we'll have sprinklers all over the equipment if I, if I do go to do that. But I'm going to do the same thing through sound. Sound is a magnificent way to, to do a reset, let's say a cosmic reset of the field, and particularly if you've been doing readings for someone or you've been in an energetic space where a lot of your energy seems to be mixing. Now, we don't literally mix with each other, but vibrationally, we, through the principle of entrainment, we do sort of mix with each other meaning that if you go into a room where there's a lot of depressed, angry people, you, we tend to just turn into that unless we hold our own frequency and maintain it. At any rate, a drum is a very useful thing to do. And I, I began doing this quite a while ago, and I think it's one of the more powerful energy field transmute, transmuting things that you can do. So what I'm going to do is remove my microphones for the time being so I can stand up. And Neville, if you would not mind. Shall I stand up? Um, Are you ready for this? Is Are everybody okay? set for this shot? Okay. I've taken my microphones off. Okay. But you can leave yours on, but yeah. I would just tell them to watch the sound. Okay. Oh, the top of my head itches. There we go. All right.
All right, so. <clears throat> so just step up here just a little bit, okay? And then hold your arms out. And this is not, you don't have to do it way far out, just this a little bit. You, this is a very similar thing that you do when you um, do staging, but okay. up okay uh, good enough I was just going to explain what we did if that's all right before we move on okay so my mic's okay now now what I did um, if you notice that I went around the back of you I found and, and you probably may have noticed this if you're really in tune with subtle energy that when mm -hmm. I've been in a stressful situation, I, I feel it really in my back, like the center yeah. of my back and above. And if we uh, uh, think about, I forgot what they called it, but the Bindu chakra, was it uh, people it's that guarded the, the temples where they would put the snake tattoo back snake there? Snake tattoo, yeah, that yeah. was the White well, Brotherhood, which the, has nothing to do with race. Okay. To do with, yeah. Okay, whatever that was, they uh -huh. would tattoo that because that's a very, I'm going to use the word vulnerable in quotes because I don't mean it the way it sounds. Yeah. But that's a place, that's an entry point for a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And um, I think in years past you've talked about that's why policemen come up approach at that certain angle oh, that's and a different various subject, other things. At yeah. any rate, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I don't want to bring up all that. We can talk about that another time. But sure. that is a, a blind spot, so to speak, for us. And so we do hold on to a lot of energy. So the great thing about this drumming, this sound, is that you are facing the drum toward the person and the sound really just breaks apart any kind of thought forms, any energetic attachments, so yeah, to speak. Yeah, I could feel that happen. A lot. It, didn't, it did feel really good, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. And I find that even more transmuting than sage on, in many regards. Mm -hmm. Now, sage still has its place. But, um, and then g doing the sides, going up the back over the top, and then, then doing the front and finishing with the front. And it's a really wonderful sensation to have. Yeah. Oh, and we have our next caller. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? Hi, Neville. Hi, Mary. This is Carrie. Carrie. Hi. Hey. How are hey, you? Good to hear from you. Yeah. Yes. I'm actually watching the show on my computer. Oh. <laughs> now that I live in Arlington, I cannot watch you on TV. Oh. Well, I'm glad you can still pick us up then. Absolutely. Yes. I'll send okay, an so email. Okay, so I woke up this morning, and I had a, a dream that had four parts. And mm -hmm. I wrote it down, and after I wrote it down, I was just so intrigued with it. Excellent. And it basically goes like this. I was brushing my teeth, mm -hmm. and I felt uh, blood coming out of my mouth. Okay. And the blood in the beginning was, like, kind of diluted. It wasn't very thick, and it was coming a lot. 
mm -hmm. out of my mouth and and then it kind of got thicker and it stopped and i was looking in the mirror in my mouth inside trying to figure out if i was hurt or if a tooth was loose or something but i didn't find anything mm -hmm. then my brother took me to see my dead body he's like okay let me show you your dead body here and he pulled a corp and it was me and i was dead but i wasn't that much discomposed i was able mm -hmm. to kind of see me didn't mm -hmm. recognize me but i knew it was me and the funny thing is i only had one eye and it opened and it was like the dead body was like kind of stretching out kind of like waking up mm -hmm. hey left or right eye i was watching my dead body and i felt stuff inside my mouth but i wasn't sure what it was but i kind of felt like um it was stuff from the dead body that was transferred to me mm -hmm. that was obstructing my mouth. So I started to take it out out of my mouth. Okay. Then I saw a shrine on a wall, and it said uh, on the wall, it said group productions. And there was a white flower in the middle, and I, I think it was a white lotus flower. Yeah. And it was on a platform, and the flower was going around, like, like going in circles. And my mother told me that my brother did that shrine for me. Okay. And then the, the last part of the dream, I was Charlie Sheen, the actor, and I was recording a line for the show that he has on TV. And mm -hmm. I knew um, that I was good at it because I was Charlie Sheen, but um, because I've done it many times. But when I was trying to do the recording, it felt like it was my first time doing it. And I was trying to remember how to do it, even though I knew I've done it before, and I woke mm. up. <laughs> what was the line? Do you remember what the line was? No, it was, okay. you know, I couldn't remember. It was a specific line that I was supposed to say. No problem. One other question, left or right eye in the, in the uh, dead body? It was in the middle. It was just one Third eye. Third eye, okay. Well, I think that's pretty interesting. Uh, one thing that that did you want to go first or you? Um, either way, just go ahead, and I'll, I'll probably have other things to say too. Okay, well, go ahead then. Uh, the stuff coming out of your mouth is the stuff coming out of your mouth. In other words, what you've been saying. Um, how do we say that? That's funny. Well, uh, the fact that it was diluted blood said yeah. that you weren't really blood represents our passion and our truth, mm -hmm. and she wasn't saying it fully it was diluted it was diluted and diluted it was like delusional uh, and diluted with other people's thoughts and feelings and then as it started coming up and you got to the real blood then it, all of a sudden it stopped so it's saying that once you express it then you'll be done or it could be talking about a block that came yeah the brother showing you the dead version of yourself is uh, way past life stuff that's been many 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 past lives and so the, um, uh, which leads to the uh, wall and to the um, uh, inscription on it, uh, group productions, group productions, the group would be the soul group that you belong to. And the productions having been a series of past lives in which you and others of your soul group have been in the process of getting all of you, but let me just put it in first person for your benefit. Uh, the group has been involved in getting you to 
uh, take certain evolutionary leaps for yourself. So then they showed you something of an evolutionary leap, and I'm certain that there was a cosmic sense of humor in, <laughs> in play for them to have shown you as Charlie Sheen. You can see how humorous that is? Yes. Okay. All right. So now, and Charlie Sheen to speak the line. Okay. Now the line, and the reason it won't access, is the line is the description of what the evolutionary mandate is that you and your team have been attempting to get across again and again and again. And once more, it's highly humorous because Charlie Sheen, as adored as he is, would not likely be spitting out an epithet of advanced evolution uh, in the sense that, or it could be, I'm not going to say any, you know, I'm not going to be passing anything on that particular point, but that's basically what's going on there. Okay. And well, go ahead. I just had a couple thoughts before we um, end. Uh, one thing I noticed about all four of those segments, it was, it was about your mouth and your throat. In the first sec section, it was the blood and the speaking the truth, which I've already shared. The second was there was something obstructing your, your throat or something in your mouth. The third one was the White Lotus, the group productions. The, in uh, the chakra system from India, the throat chakra is the 16-petaled lotus. So that's yet another reference to the throat chakra. And then at the end, Charlie Sheen is nothing but says what's on his mind. I mean, if you, if you just pick one quality about him is he says what's on his mind. And it's it. not always working in his favor, but usually it works out that it works in his favor in the long run. So I think that the idea of the dead body in the third eye, it's like the, the physical body, the physical you, the structure of you and how you're used to relating to the world is really moving past. It's, it, it's past now and you're being reborn into another body that with the third eye, your mysticism, your spiritual self, but yet you still have some of the old you stuck in your throat. It's still in your mouth. And so I think it's bringing forward some beliefs you, that you have. And the fact that your brother was in that segment, and your brother showing you, that may give you some clues, like maybe connected to your family or your brother or some form of independence, something like that. And then he built that shrine saying, okay, let's open up that sh throat chakra and give you a platform to speak on because it was on a platform. And the white lotus represents the purity of the throat chakra, meaning not colored by anybody else's point of view, just by our own. And then Charlie Sheen, remembering the line, I knew it, but I couldn't remember, is talking about you know your truth in your heart, but you can't, you haven't, or you're right at that place where you're remembering what to say, how to express it in your life. And you're right about Charlie Sheen being a champion for speaking uh, the truth, and also relationship with brother has been um, another factor in Charlie yeah. Sheen being the uh, dream symbol you chose to uh, yeah, get well, this information across to well, you. Well, thank so. you, Carrie. That was yeah. a brilliant dream. As always, Carrie has the most incredible dreams. So mm -hmm. thank you for calling. That was wonderful. And that shows you that our dreams often yeah. raise the vibration. But um, one, one final thing about the drum, just before yeah. I forget. You can do this with your personal field and you can do it with a room. You can sage a room with a drum, go into the room and walk around the perimeter of the room. I often will set the space when I'm having 
mediumship circles or development circles of some sort. Mm -hmm. and, and before and after classes, I often will do the drum or incense or sage or something and create the dynamic of the circle. As a matter of fact, when I'm creating a, a good space for a development circle, I will drum and walk around the perimeter while everyone's in the circle just mm -hmm. to build up this energy field around it. Yeah, that works very well. So one more item here is the mini that will be a mm -hmm. catchphrase for this program. Mini, one mini more Mary. item here uh, is the larger chokurei. I love cute. this. And uh, this is in and of itself uh, a low frequency vibration. And... Ooh, I can feel that. Boy. Yeah. Let's send the desire or the intention, the, the decision rather, for those that would like to partake, send a great healing to everyone watching or listening. That this okay, brings profound healing and miracles into your life. And... Ooh. There we go. Yeah. Now, we have a specific device that is to emit extremely low frequency, which is this version of it, as you can see. There we go. And to those who are longtime fans of our show, remember when we used to do this at the close of every show, and we just programmed a blessing, so to speak. And every time I would say, I see Billy, I see Bobby. I had forgotten. I haven't been able to do that okay. romper room joke for a while. So here we go. And uh, this is the... So for the same intention? Sure, for the blessings for those who Transmutation, are... Transmutation, transformation of the world and the peoples within it. And if you can actually hear this also, because uh, you would be able to hear it through the TV, but if you can hear this lower frequency for one, you have a greater range than the average, because this is well below the ability to hear. hear. And if further you can recognize it as a color, I'd love to know exactly what color, well, I know, but I'd love someone to say what color this thing emits. And so here we go. We'll do it three times. Okay. And as always, call in with anything, just if you do pick up the color we'd love to hear from you well as that's well. a wonderful thing to do to transmute your life and that one thing about the elf generation generator elf generation i started to say no, one no, thing no, no, about no. that is it really goes across time and space and everything so you can launch commands into the future into the pull them into the present and various things yeah that's true well while they're getting set up for the duck Another um, thing that you can use to transmute and transform your energy field and the way you think are mm -hmm. tarot cards. Mm -hmm. Before the show, I asked the question, what is good for me to know about transmuting the energy in the world today, in the United States, excuse me, today? Mm -hmm. And I drew the Page of Cups, which gave the, uh, um, the advice to go with innocence and love instead of cynicism and love. Mm -hmm. That love and cynicism, they, they really just kind of grate and they have friction. You can't let that love really go if you're holding it back with cynicism. So it really has to be launched with innocence and an open-handed type thing. And that that's what we could use to transform and transmute those of us in this country. But we could do this for the individual and for the world. Are we ready? Uh, okay, yeah, we'll go to the we, duck. Here we go. And we'll catch that next week. I'm going to do a part three. Evidently. If there's no cops.
Yay. Here comes the duck. There's Rick. Okay, I got openness, and I was just saying, love really is synonymous with openness, so you can't love and be cynical and suspicious and scared at the same time. And authenticity, mm. if you are your authentic self, and has, and again, Charlie Sheen being his authentic self. And Carrie. Yeah, and um, uh, when you are authentic, you are bold and mighty and powerful and capable and a thousand other uh, very pleasing attributes. Uh, and our entire society um, keeps us from our authentication. Just real quick, I was, I was thinking in dreams, often the literal translation, Charlie Sheen, it's, what, it's really saying being seen. Charlie Sheen and seen are very mm -hmm. similar. I decided, um, real quick before we start the calls, if there are people on the phone, that is, um, I pulled a card for the world. Like, what would be the greatest transmutation bit of advice for the world? And I drew the world card. And so what it's saying is to include everything within us. Let's not, anything that you exclude outside of you, you've created that as bigger than you because it's outside of you. Anything that you put inside of you in the arms of love, you have become bigger than it. And that really is the ultimate transmutation, transformation technique. Okay. Who's bigger, we you or the universe? Yeah, that's exactly. That okay. is the question. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? Hi, my name is Anna, and uh, I would like a reading, please. Okay, be most happy to. Okay, mm -hmm. thank you. Thanks. And we are going to probably continue this conversation next week as well. Neville and it I, that way. if you've ever been to any of our classes or been out to the house, you know we have a lot to share. <laughs> okay, the first card we get is We Are the World. I love this. I just pulled the world card in that other deck. And this is talking about going out there and discovering who you are. You're your own, you, your own unique self, the, the authentic self, like we were just talking about, that we're all equal, but we're all unique. So it's time to figure out who it is we really are and, and take it from there. The next card is the miser. And this lady has all of her riches and treasures pulled around her chest. And what this is saying is take that risk, take that chance, take some of your skills and talents that you may not have had a lot of confidence in and put out there into the world. Go for that job that you didn't think that you're qualified for. Reach for the stars and, and really go out there and put yourself out there. Go for what you've dreamed of. This card talks about the idea that we get this preconceived focus of what we think is going to make us happy. And sometimes we get fixated on it to the exclusion of really running across the thing that is perfect for us. So it's saying to lessen that hold that some of your preconceived ideas have and, and a lot of things will come in into your world. And real quick before we take the next call, I just wanted to mention some of the things that we have going on. On the 7th, which is this coming weekend, we have the fire ceremony, new moon potluck, and we even do tarot it's after Saturday. there. We have some remote view. Did I say Sunday? No, Saturday. Saturday the 7th. Mm -hmm. On Sunday, I have Tarot for Growth and Wisdom, which is a profound one. It teaches you how to use the cards in a real straightforward way. No memorization, but just a, a great understanding and lots of different exercises to grow uh, and to get gain insight into yourself. And then on the, fifth, uh, the 22nd, I have a part two, which is Tarot 
intuitive reading and counseling, which is an extension of that. We're also talking about going to the Serpent Mound June 3rd through 6th, and it's all about healing. We're going to do healing on all, all four levels, emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual. It's going to be an incredibly profound thing. And Neville's doing the Ascension Merkaba on the uh, 21st, and we have the full moon on that same day, and past lives on the 15th. Okay, and we Here have we another go. call. This month coming up. Okay. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? Uh, my name is Neil. Hi, Neil. How are you? Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, it was a great show as always, guys. And you, Thank you. you. Somet sometimes it seems like you're talking directly to me. I know it's selfish, but you hit we on are. a lot of very No, you're not points. selfish. <laughs> we are talking directly to you. Yes. <laughs> well, I'll take that. Um, <clears throat> the thing I wanted to talk about, uh, the most powerful thing I've noticed recently in um, transmuting myself is intending wave spells. The last time I called, uh, Neville, you, you mentioned that you can intend an entire wave spell, and I yeah. never actually considered it. And then after that, I've been playing with the last several wave spells. Good. And it's been fun, to say the very least. It's amazing, uh, our power. We've met our son. <laughs> it's amazing, our power, isn't it? It is. Like, I actually knew when the new wave spell came, the day that it happened, like, I just could tell when I woke up, like, you know what, I feel like it's a new wave spell, let me go check. And then, like, automatically, I just knew to go check. So it's, like, totally opened me up to some new things, and I've cleared a lot of energy. And it's funny that uh, Mary mentioned that you can do things, and then you do it one time, and then afterwards, it's like, you refuse to give yourself permission to access that much power because you think it's an accident or a mistake mm -hmm. or the whatever sustain. it is. Mm -hmm. You're talking you about come up the... with an excuse. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep. I yep. wrote so, quite a bit about yeah, and that. Yeah, and miracles, miracles are uh, reoccurring, reoccurring miracles. Wow. Yeah, I That's great. wrote quite a bit about the, the maintaining the sustain in the protocols oh. book. It's one of the protocols, in fact. Great. How to maintain that sustain. Oh. I noticed it after the it's movie The resource. Shadow. Yeah, uh, that I could change stoplights and read minds for about 45 minutes after the movie, but then zip, and I went, wait a minute, how how did that happen? So anyhow, wrote it all down. Well, that's great. It'd be yeah. interesting to compare notes there. Wow. Uh -huh. Well. It, is there anything else we can do for uh, you? Well, one thing I just want to say, so my intention for this wave spell is to simply uh, give myself permission to access all of those powers and that those moments that I've been able to do in the past for just for fleeting seconds, I give myself permission to access that throughout this entire wave spell. And uh, I like a reading. Okay, there be most go. happy to. Way mm -hmm. to go, Neo. You know what I did one year, um, Halloween, I got those little M&M minis and I separated them all into the different colors. These were the leftover ones and put them back in the tubes of that color. And I took the blue ones and I said, these are developing my psychic abilities. And I took two a day like pills and it worked. And the green ones were for opening my heart. Okay, the first card we get, the sorrow card is not about sorrow being there. It's about sorrow leaving. You can see the clouds, the blinds of our thoughts that are parting and clarity is coming and that only comes from that deep exploration of our inner self and it's what the Egyptians refer to in the J-hook where you got to go down in order to ascend up and and that you've been doing that work and that this time around you're doing it in such a way that it's real and that it's dynamic because you're not afraid to explore your inner reaches and your inner self and the change is something that is a principle of creation that you can't create if you're not going to allow change into your life so that you're really experimenting with that and change involves letting go as well as getting. Now this card, the schizophrenia card, doesn't mean a psychiatric condition. Um, 
biologically, but it's a condition that Osho says the whole Western world has, which is of two minds, that whatever we do, we're so busy wondering what it would have been like if we had gone the other path, that we never really make a decision. We're so afraid of making a mistake. This message of this card is to make the decision because whatever would have come on the other path will show up on the path you decide on. And nothing can really begin to grow in a garden that you haven't created with the decision. So thank you, Neil. Do we have time for any more calls? One more? Okay. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? Hi. Uh, my name is Ed. Pardon? What's Ed? your name? Hi, Ed. What can we do for you? Uh, Mary, could you give me a quick reading, please? Sure. Be most happy to. All right. I know this may sound a little odd, but I felt royalty around you when I first heard your voice. <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm tapping into a past life or if there's something even genetic that might can be traced back. Anyway, the first card is the friendliness card. This is the, the state of the perfect union where they're far enough apart. It's like Khalil Gibran's uh, The Winds of Love, or the, the Love, uh, the Pillars, rather, and the wind blowing between them. We have to be individuals, but we have to be open enough to blend and, and to create that third thing. And I feel that you're really looking for that balance within yourself and maybe utilizing relationships of all kinds to understand who you are. This is a card, the totality is finishing up one thing before you begin another, in that you have to have all parts of you on board with a project to really get your maximum amount of funding internally. So maybe review some of your past relationships or situations and then just let it go because there's a lot coming for you in the future. And if you're going to lug some of that old stuff forward, it's going to make you really tired. That's what the exhaustion card is all about. I heard a guide one time in a meditation tell me, don't take anything with you into the next moment that you don't want to carry on your back. And I took that as one of the most profound things I've ever heard. And I would leave that with you as well and then you'll find you'll be traveling light and having all kinds of new experiences. And there was even the full on the bottom, which is about change. So mm -hmm. thank you, Ed. So great. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So if anyone would like to join us, we're about to be at Ruby Tuesdays in Fairfax Circle. Uh, this evening we've gone, well, we did not cover the oh, uh, yeah, speak of flower that of life. Um, hey, Rick, can you get a close-up of the uh, painting? We have uh, any number of these things. And they are a... Um, Neville has painted these. Yes. They're gorgeous. Okay, and there are an absolute transmutation, having one in your room, having one in your house. Uh, and it's very easy to recognize that as soon as you look at this, without question, your eye is drawn to the very center. Uh, and so that is focus. You focus. Now, you will... And you can do this as a meditation daily, just allow your eyes to focus on the center. Then you will indeed eventually be drawn to the bigger picture of it. And you'll find things dividing into uh, very manageable pieces, if that's um, sensory for you. They are in many, many different colors. Uh, sometimes one color will, be, uh, will move you very much. The combination of colors uh, will be indicative of the development that you're involved in. So, seed of life, flower of life, paintings. And well, you uh, are a very prolific creator. You've got some wonderful, yeah, lots and wonderful lots of devices things. that are very inspired. And yeah, so uh, uh, you know, come see. I us like what you say things. about things on the wall call a spirit, and that 
the spirit of creation being on your wall is pretty profound. That is truly what that is. And it, it cannot function in chaos, so okay. the first thing it will do is eliminate chaos. It's our joy and honor to take you to the door. And you're going through the door, so just act like it. Thank you.